So just kind of a, a random little tangent story that's popping in my head. But the, when I learned this lesson, it has like really stuck with me and based off of this one. So um, back in Singles Ward, we were doing a Passover Seder. And uh, one of the rules that they really heavily emphasized was that you cannot serve yourself. That when you want to mm. refill your cup or if you want more bread or, or whatever, that you have to ask someone to serve you that thing. And you can never just reach and grab it for yourself. And that made such an impact on me because that was the first time that, because I'm, I'm a very, like, I'll, I'll just do it myself. It's easier that way. <laughs> but spiritual gifts are given for the benefit of Zion. Like you said uh, prior mm -hmm. that, all of the spiritual gifts are not for our own personal, like, ooh, yeah, I can do this now. It's about building Zion. And personal revelation is for others. I mean, there are certain things that we have that are in our jurisdiction or in our realm of influence, right? But, like, sometimes we take that and interpret it the wrong way and limit our our power to receive revelation or use our spiritual gifts to build zion and help other people yeah. and i i it's just always stuck with me on that's how i want to use my spiritual gifts i never want to just reach and grab i want to to reach out and and ask for for others to to help i i find that a lot with dreams because i mean that's my thing right my that's my go-to thing is dreams <laughs> awesome that I always have a hard time interpreting my own dreams if I have not been willing to help others interpret theirs. And so like, yeah. there's always kind of an impediment of like, don't use this to self-serve. Like once you go out and help other people with their dreams, then, then I'll allow you to, to do it for your own. But there's many times when um, the Lord's like, no, you don't have the, the power to interpret your own you've got to go find an interpreter because that's how zion works and so i oh, feel like that's that interesting is interesting with um the gift of healing i am rarely i mean there are times but I, it's rarely for my own benefit like there's certain things that you know it's just the <laughs> the day-to-day -day simple repentance that i need to do for my own stuff mm -hmm. but a lot of ancestor work a lot of people around me and that's it's always this give and take and and i have um certain friends that that are helping me anytime that i have something that's like okay help me work through this help me develop and grow spiritually so that i can be healed in in this or that and um and then i'll help you and and it's just this always reciprocal uh give and take of of spiritual gifts it, it's been such a, a game changer for me um to to solidify or always have it as a constant reminder, almost like a phylactery on, on my forehead of never use your spiritual gifts for your own benefit. If you're not willing to spend equal time helping others do it as well. It's been a, a guiding force for me. Yeah. That's on the runway for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's a guiding. It's a, for yeah. Being like Christ. That's what he did. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what he did. So um, one question that I wanted to ask with all of our spiritual gifts participants and, and things is 
Well, I probably <laughs> should have asked you this before, but um, have you ever read the dream from um, the book is called The Way to Aloha or something along those lines? I really oh, should yes. look that up. <laughs> yes, I've read, I've read that. <laughs> but um, so there's this warehouse of spiritual gifts and all of uh, some things have price tags. Some are freely given mm. with the gift of healing and being healed. Um, what would you say is the price tag to receive that mm -hmm. gift? And do you think that that is personal or is that a universal price tag that everyone has to pay? Or what are the nuances of, okay, so it has mm -hmm. this price that I think is kind of universal, but then there's like little addendums or like this person needs to learn it this way kind of thing. But anyway, how would you define the price tag for the gift of, of healing and being healed? And that's a tall order. Yeah, <laughs> I can edit I, out any time that you need to think about it. <laughs> I'll take about, you know, <laughs> five minutes. No, um, the, what's coming to my mind um, is the, I don't know how do you put it into words? Because spiritual things are, mm -hmm. I want to find the right word, <laughs> but um, repentance is the closest having a, a broken heart and a contrite spirit because to, to be a pure, oh, I wish I had the scripture with me, but any, any, I think it's in the DNC, in the doctrine and covenants, but I'm not sure about, you know, if any man is, um, you know, going to be about his work that he has to have have a, a pure heart or pure hands oh i wish i had that on me but i just um it feels like that's one thing that i've i uh i have to have that broken heart country spirit and you know though i don't know if i have to be completely i'm not have to be it's not being per perfect the lord's told me like even days when i'm like i just ate a whole bag of chips while watching a late movie and I was supposed to get to bed so I could get up in the morning and spend time with you. And I didn't do it. And so like, he's still like, okay, but there's this thing that I needed you to do and I need you to do it. <laughs> I need you to go and pray about, about your son's constipation. It's like, but I'm not like, I'm not going to be a very good receptacle right now. I don't feel the spirit. Um, but he's still like, just, just come and do it. And I'm not going to get as much, um, as a spiritual benefit from it as I would if I was in tune. Mm -hmm. Um, so it really, I think it's just the broken and he needs me to repent though and be like, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't, I did that. Um, and, and I, I'm going to do my best to, to, to hear you and it's not going to come as clear. Um, and it's not going to be filled with light and revelation because usually when, when I, I'm doing the work with him, it's almost like as I'm receiving it for somebody else, I'm receiving the healing as well. I'm receiving the light, but it's not for me. It's for, you know, for my son and, um, or, or for a friend. And so, um, but as it comes, it's almost like I'm being benefit. It's like when, you know, people say, when you teach a lesson, you know, yeah. uh, people are getting, you know, you're doing it for them, but you're really getting a lot of the benefit. That's kind of how it feels with the work. Um, so yeah, repentance and having a broken heart and contrite spirit, being willing to feel whatever comes up because some of the things that my son is going through have to do with some of the things that I'm not doing right. Hmm. 
as a parent sometimes, or, or, or sometimes it's that I see how I'm seeing how hard it is for him. And it breaks my heart as a mother. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, whoa, I did not realize how heavy that was for them. It gives me more empathy and kindness when he's being a brat, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> but, but it helps me in all my, my, it helps me just be a better mother. It helps me be a better person. It helps me to be closer to the Lord. And, and then when, when he's, he's um, healed of that, and we're still working on that one. That's a big one in our family. Um, that's not what I've struggled with. I'm actually, um, I had the opposite. I have had ulcerative colitis for years and um, my, my colon was removed about two years ago. And mm-hmm. so I feel so much better with my bag. Like having a colon is amazing. <laughs> not, not having a colon. I'm like looking forward to the day when, when I will be healed. Cause I, there was time um, right before the surgery so I was getting better. I was feeling better, but just pre-cancer, there's so there's some cells in there that mm. did not want to listen um, and and change. They didn't want to um, align to the word of God that was like the Lord's blessing me, and they did not change. So we had to cut them off, which was another in the Book of Mormon. Is, you know, they those king men that didn't repent, you have to cut them off. Mm-hmm. And so um, anyway, so I'm I'm going deep into this but uh some some things the lord's um letting me led me through so much healing emotionally spiritually mentally and physically but there was just that one part that wouldn't change and i'm like can we just keep cutting it out and won't come back can we just but it's like no it's got to all come out and that was a big sacrifice a big descent a big humiliation Mm -hmm. like it's it's something that i i was really resistant on but he told me right before I got that surgery he he gave me so many instances he's like I'm going to heal you I'm going to heal you I cannot deny he told me he was going to heal my colon and I'm like we don't have to do it yay like and I was not even going to do it like I had so much faith I'm like I'm not going to do it but then I got it very clear no it needs to come out that's what I mean I'm like how are you going to but he's going to heal me someday and I'm going to receive a new colon and it's going to be filled with light and it's going to have bowels filled with charity <laughs> better than I ever have. But he's, I don't know how, right? Science mm-hmm. doesn't have an answer for that one. Not yet. Yeah. But, but he, I trust him and, and things are so much better now. I'm able to serve him and, and actually see better. Like there's, I remember the night that it was taken out and I'm just, I don't know why I'm sharing this. Maybe it helps somebody, but yeah. um if, if, it, if something offends you, you have to cut it off, right? If it's not coming into alignment with the gospel of Jesus Christ, it cannot be a part of our, it cannot be a part of us. And now I'm able to do this work so much better. But the night that it came out, I remember feeling so much peace in my body. Like, mm-hmm. like there wasn't, there, there wasn't something there that the darkness could attach to anymore. And it was mm-hmm. so beautiful. And so, so anyway, it's okay. Whatever the path the Lord takes you on that healing, it's, it's okay. Because that's what you need to do for your, to be, to fulfill your mission. And, um, we, it's okay for me to be humbled. (laughs) I I don't know where we're going with that. I keep going off. I hope that we're sticking to your, (laughs) the price we needed to pay. Right. Yeah. I did answer that. Uh Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, I don't know any, so if you, let's see, 
how do I phrase this question? Because it's not one on my list. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm spitballing here now. So where do you see your future? Like, what have you yet to learn in this? And, and where are you? Um, like, what's in your current studies? Or what, <laughs> what, what magnification of this gift of healing um, is on the horizon for you? Often when I'm asking myself this question, it's... Um, what does the 2.0 version of this look like if I'm still in the beta phase? And so like, okay, so I'm always looking to improve or sometimes I'll ask myself, okay, so projecting forward into the actual land of Zion, I'm there now. What does this Mm -hmm. gift look like in that perfect state? And so like, I don't know any of those kind of things. I'll format this question better when I ask other people. No, it's to... good. It gives me time to think about it. So ramble on, Cameron. <laughs> but yeah, like you've come a long ways. That's good. And, and what's the future like? <laughs> mm. The future, like I've gone through a lot of beta phases, and mm-hmm. and I I don't need to write things down as much. Um. A lot of it is, I keep going back to the temple mm-hmm. and, um, and just doing it with Christ. Like, I, I feel like he's calling me a lot to walk with him. And um, I mean, I've always kind of like, you know, pray and, and, and it's gone through phases of mighty prayer. And, but I feel like it's, it's really moving to like, um, being ready for his his coming, like, like to his coming to me personally. And, Mm -hmm. um, like for me, I know I, I, I need to be able to do more and have greater faith. Um, and that's got to become through my temple covenants. Like, like president Nelson said, overcoming the world is still a big thing for me. I, I still have He's placing me in situations where it's difficult. He asked me to do things so that I'll grow. But um, but having him there with me and knowing he's there um, is kind of my focus right now. So for instance, like I'm in, I'm a, he asked me to be a teacher this year and I did not want to go and, and do things the government's way. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway and it's just a lot of stress in the school it's a lot of stress he wants me to be there for the kids and also for myself he's healed me physically and um i can now do things like that and but there's still some emotional and mental things that he's putting me in situations where i'm like wow there's a lot of stress here and these kids are i'm feeling the energy off the kids and um but he's wanting me to do the work in the classroom in front mm-hmm. of but in a way that's that's almost automatic it's just knowing now and um instead of having to sit down and and do it you know in paper and pen and or in dreams and and whatnot um but on the fly in the middle of a very stressful situation and that's what i mean like being ready for his coming and Mm -hmm. when i was meditating the other day when i was getting ready for going back to a very stressful situation because I feel very deeply and these things like I feel the spiritual situation there is not the best, Mm -hmm. but I need to create it. And it's causing a lot of PTSD in me, (laughs) needless to say, which is helping me heal. But um, so very big question. I don't know if you knew it to go that direction, 
but with him coming, it's going to be some stress before his coming. There's going to be some stressful situations. Mm -hmm. And for us to be ready, um, we need to be able to operate more automatically than being in a very quiet place where I can meditate and hear him. How do you hear him in spaces where it's kind of chaotic, where you're being triggered, um, where you're um, being bombarded by all kinds of untruth or persecuted? How do we hold that peace and stay in his rest in the middle of those things? And that's where I see it going and where I can I can just pray for people right there and or lay my hands on people and just be like, this needs to be done because he's telling me it needs to be done and I love him and I trust him and it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we'll get there. <laughs> I love that. Anyway. Um, like as you're saying that, I, I didn't realize that that was applying to a couple of my other gifts too. It's like, oh yeah, that's exactly how I would um, articulate that if I <laughs> sat down and, and, and tried to put that into words of uh, for an example, I guess, like yes. when I'm first interpreting dreams, I mean, it takes me hours to interpret a dream and I have to write it down and chart it out and do all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But like when, when push comes to shove, sometimes you need to act quicker and you need to be, sometimes it's in a public situation or sometimes it's this or that. And like being able to use the gift in better ways um with what like yeah just kind of going through the paces Hmm. all of these different challenges that the lord's gonna throw at you know like okay now i need to 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 use it in this way in this way and in this circumstance and um be just perfecting the gift in uh, different situational type of scenarios i i love that um good let's see i had another question that Oh, 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 yes, yes. Um, so kind of to wrap up, I mean, we can uh, keep going, but I think this is like my final question that I've been really led recently to to experience the temple differently. I, I was uh, been serving as a, a temple worker this year and spiritual gifts has just been at the forefront of my mind. Um, much like... Uh, uh, I don't even know <laughs> where I was going on, on that little tangent, but um, with the temple being a, a sandbox or a playground of sorts to receive <laughs> and experiment with and receive knowledge for the, the spiritual gifts that we are commanded to seek the face of the Lord and mm-hmm. um, to, to learn how to part the veil and how to receive him into our own lives. But I feel that a big part of that that I was ignoring or didn't have a, a foundation for was that it is a place where he is giving us spiritual gifts in order for us to learn of him better and and learn to come into his presence mm. and so um it, it's been such a fun journey uh, so many different spiritual gifts have come to me in the moment or as i'm pondering on certain things as um, i'm working through my shift and, and seeing other people and my whole temple experience has transformed into this new thing of like, yes, I, I'm there for, for, for proxy work as a worker. I'm there to help patrons um, in, in their process. But 
I'm also there to learn about spiritual gifts and how they work for me personally mm. and kind of play with them, experiment with them, and then come home and really put them into practice. And so um, I don't know. Have you mm, I love that. experienced any, um, uh, let's see, experienced, that's not the right word that I'm looking for, but what role does the temple have for spiritual gifts to you? Like we talked about earlier mm. when you were pondering upon that with the endocrine and nervous system. Kind mm -hmm. of thing. But like, what role does the temple have in your spiritual gift process? I guess is my question. <laughs> oh, it's very, it's a good question. Um, sometimes I don't go there learning to like, as a, as a safe place to investigate it. I love that. I think that's fabulous. Um, I've gone there seeking for blessings um, of healing and for knowledge to know what to ask for or do um, mm -hmm. and, and received help on those things. Oh, some, um, yeah, some really amazing uh, knowledge I received once when I was having a bad flare, but yeah, it was a vision of of uh, not swords it was a vision my only real big one in the temple but um it's it's a safe place for sure and i think that's a really great place to think of it and and building spiritual gifts um as far as as using the gift of healing specifically or being the gift of being healed mm -hmm. um okay let's see well let's start with the gift of, of healing sometimes i'll go and as I'm, my heart's open and I'm not going any for myself, like you're saying, you know, if you're going for other people, this will happen where sometimes I'll be looking at a worker in their eyes, like in the initiatory, especially. And I will just almost all just know what, like, like praying for their heart about something. <laughs> I know it's weird, right? Mm -hmm. But, and, and I just I sometimes feel, feel some, some pain and, and not know why, but then just praying for them um, or feel a connection somehow. And, you know, all of a sudden we're, then we're both starting to cry at the exact same time. Like there's, you know, things happen. I'm like, I know I'm connecting. I know the Lord's asking me to do a work, but I even feel that with people be, uh, be on the veil, especially if I'm bringing my own names that I'll be praying for them. Is there anything that I, I can pray for, for them, for their, um, their healing or, um, you know, any, and so sometimes some things will come to my mind in that regard as well. Mm -hmm. Um, for myself to be healed, um, I have not, well, the, you know, I, I go to be healed sometimes and to receive that knowledge. There's, there's been times of that. I just can't think of any specifics. Um, but yeah, wonder, that's a wonderful thing to think of it as a playground of sorts. As children, we're just, we're playing with these things sometimes, yeah. you know, and it's okay. Like we're, we've got to figure them out, which takes play it takes observation it takes understanding the limits and the the parameters and the um the bounds and conditions what what is the laws of this kingdom right that mm -hmm. that you're that, that is and it's okay to play within that and experiment it like in you know a science class you've got to test the condition you yeah. got to see what happens right and so i love how that in the temple that's a wonderful playground for that so yeah, exactly, good analogy it's a a perfect place where we have I mean, if we've prepared ourselves sufficiently for the temple, we've, we're leaving the world behind and entering a safe place. It's the gate. It's the place where heaven and earth come together. And mm -hmm. we are 
rubbing shoulders, I guess, <laughs> with with angels and, and yeah. spiritual beings who can teach us and uh, revelation can flow more more freely and stuff. But, oh, man. I And also kind of a, a tangent to that of being able to recognize other people that are there also learning about their spiritual gifts. And it's like, oh, I, I get what you're doing now. <laughs> like, I... Uh, Nice. Talk to me two years ago, I would have been like, eh, that's a kooky person. <laughs> but but now I'm like, wow, oh, I get I totally get what you're doing. But I have had some of the <laughs> most profound experiences as of late in the temple. And President Nelson's words just keep echoing in my mind. You know, like the, the rate at which we're building temples and everything is is just amazing. And how grateful mm -hmm. he is for the technology that the Lord is is giving us to get these to the people so that we can be there. Because the, the building of temples won't change your life, but your time in them will. And, and I finally realized that I, I'm sure it's in a small measure to what it actually will, will amount to become. But, oh... I mean, we are there to be saviors on Mount Zion, and that has mm -hmm. a ton of implications mm -hmm. that I just wasn't even considering before. It's so fun. I just oh, love it. thank you for that testimony. Yes. So any final thoughts, stories, or comments that you wanted to, mm. to add before we head out? It's been such a fun one because sometimes we're just so scared to like talk about <laughs> some of these things sometimes, and so it's just unload <laughs> does it i hope it feel like people like it gives people permission like it's yeah. i think we're way too scared and satan wants us to feel scared about it like we might be deceived mm -hmm. but really if our hearts are the right place if our desire um and we're we're like on on the runway of of, of the the gospel um then then the lord will will take care of us mm -hmm. learn doctrine learn pure doctrine learn the covenants um, that you've made and and sometimes we receive uh, commandments because of mm -hmm. the gifts that we have um, that are even deeper levels of the covenants that we make in the temple they get deeper and deeper as we go around in a little it's kind of like a spiral staircase in some ways and you're going through and then understanding more and, and receiving the lord more and then you go back around and, and but anyway it's it's okay if you have commandments to to do that maybe somebody else doesn't that's mm -hmm. because you are called to a work that they're not. And that's okay. Like you don't need to be validated by anybody else. If mm -hmm. the Lord's told you to do something, then have faith in him that, that you'll, you'll find the truth in the scriptures. Go find, ask him for witnesses. I do that all the time. Can I have a witness on this? Can I have a second witness on this? Can I have a third witness? on? This? I've asked for so many witnesses. Like, is this really what you want me to do? Can yeah. you help me understand this? And he does. And it's okay. If you fall off, you didn't lose the gift. That's the one thing that he's taught me. It's like, it's okay. If you're called to, if it's your life's mission, if it's something you need to do, just get back on, just mm -hmm. get back on the bike and, and go again. He will, he will help you. And it's just part of the process. That's what I've learned. So I hope that helps somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, Bear testimony of that. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So In Jesus' name, it's it's his work. So we mm -hmm. we testify that he is the master healer. Yes. Well, thank you, Wendy, for an awesome conversation. I, I love it. I hope it helps other people. And yep. uh, we look forward to future 
guests and ideas and and sharing as we yeah me too navigate uh some of these spiritual gifts there it's, it's the ongoing restoration we have so much to look forward to and and it's time like we got to get on it <laughs> <laughs> i love it thank well, you yeah. cameron yeah thank you